Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you in the windshield, headed home, finally. We are uh, homebound, got everything accomplished that we were there to do in Missouri, and we are making our way back home, finally. Very thankful for that. And in my travels, you know, I like to ponder things. And, I, and I've expressed to you over the last, I don't know, a couple of weeks maybe, uh, that, that things have been a little strange, things have been a little tough. We've gone through some battles, we've gone through some struggles, some challenges. We're facing lots of things. There, there's always an issue, there's always a struggle. Uh, the enemy of our soul seeks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's sneaky, uh, and, and he crawls around us constantly, trying to figure out a way to get in. So, I, you know, we in my ponderings, in my in my crying out to God today, thankful for what he's accomplished, thankful for what he's done in me and in my life and in my family's life to this point. And, and I have seen answers to, to prayers. I've seen uh, the miraculous. I've seen God pouring out his spirit, uh, as we're seeing him do all over this country right now. And I got to thinking, you know, that can be a dangerous thing for me, but I got to thinking. Why is it that many of us, and and I almost could go to the point of saying all of us, wait to the last minute to cry out to God? You know that old saying, well, when all else fails, let's pray. Well, why do we wait for everything else to fail? Why, Why do we not go to him first? I mean, one, why do we not stay in an attitude of, of constant communication. The Bible says that we're to pray without ceasing, uh, which, which simply means that that level of communication should be on a constant basis. You've heard me say many times that if we'd get our mind wrapped around this to where the minute our eyes open before our feet even hit the floor, we're already talking to the Lord. We're already thanking him for what today is going to be like. We're already saying, okay, Lord, what are we going to do today? What's coming? Where, where, what can we expect to see you do in our lives today? What can you, what can you do through me today? It, but most of the time, we, we go through life and we get lulled to sleep. I, that, this word just keeps coming over me today, lulled. Lulled and slumber. Those two words have, have struck me since I began my travels today. And, and we both, I mean, we all know what those mean, right? I mean, being lulled is being soothed, being comforted. Uh, you would lull a baby to sleep. Maybe you would sing a, a, a childhood rhyme to them or something as trying to get them to go to sleep. Uh, you, you might lull somebody uh, into a sense of comfort by your words, by your actions, by, by, you know, by your soft tones. And, of course, slumber is sleeping. Uh, we, we understand that that to be in a state of slumber is to be in a state of sleep, or at least uh, in a state of subconscious rest. And that's what the enemy's doing to us. We need to understand that. He is lulling us into a sense of false security. Things are going okay. Life seems to be all right. I don't, I don't really need to, to, to ask God for anything. All things are good not facing any major problems, not facing any major downsets, you know. But then all of a sudden, in the midst of our slumber, the enemy has creeped in, and now we have a train wreck. Now we've got a, we've got a storm. 
now we've got something that we didn't see coming. Not, not that we can see all things coming. We can't always see the attack of the enemy coming. We can't always expect what's going to be around the next corner. But we can always be prepared for it. We can always be ready. We, we can always be in a state of mind in this constant communication with the Lord that nothing catches us by surprise. I mean, we understand the enemy's after us. The enemy doesn't want us to succeed. The enemy technically doesn't want us fellowshipping with each other. He's going to keep vices between all of us. He's going to continue to, to bring the offense. Uh, he, he wants us offended. Because the Bible simply says, where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. If he can keep us from getting two or more together in the same mindset, then he has us cornered. He has us set apart. He, he's, he's got us isolated from our strengths. We need each other. But we need to be in a state of ready. We need to share this message with others that we know are in that same place. Because we all fight these same battles. And these battles continue to come over and over, and they're going to. We're going to continue to fight, but we can fight the good fight knowing that we've won when we're fighting for the right side and for the right reasons. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're spiritual because the battles that we face are not fleshly. They're not worldly. They're spiritual. We're fighting for our soul. We're fighting for the souls of our children. We're fighting for the souls of our grandchildren. We're fighting for the souls of our friends and our families all over the country. That's what our call is. Why, why do we allow ourselves to be lulled to sleep? Why do we allow ourselves to be caught in slumber? The Bible talks much about that. I, I, I didn't take the time to dig into some scripture beings. I'm on the road. It's a little, it's a little tough to do. But I wanted to just share my rambling thoughts with you today as we travel. Don't be lulled into a false sense of security. When, when things are going really good, you know, it's kind of like, boy, it's good, it's, you know, old westerns, you know, it's nice and quiet out there. Yeah, but I think it's too quiet. Well, maybe it is. When, when you're not being attacked, when things aren't going, uh, not coming against you, when you don't feel your spirit being pulled and threatened, maybe you ought to check where you stand with your spiritual aspects. Maybe, maybe I mentioned today, my, my buddy Al and I were talking, and I was talking about that standard. You know, we, we, when you're in Europe, there's a standard of time, and it's Big Ben. It's, a, it's this big clock in the central part. Uh, I couldn't tell you where it's at right off of that. But, but what happens is when Big Ben chimes on the hour, everybody looks at their watches, their clocks, whatever it may be, and they make an adjustment that matches Big Ben. Why? Because Big Ben is the standard of time. Listen, when we hear the chimes in our spirit, we need to check the standard. Who's our standard? The Word of God. God himself, living, breathing word right in front of us. We need to, we need to adjust our standard to meet his. We've got to adjust our heart to his standard. Because this is the only one that matters. He's holy. And we're called to be holy because he's holy. Our, our, our journey on this earth is to seek out this, this level of holiness. To do everything in our power to, to, to draw closer to him. As we draw close to him, he draws close to us. But we can't do that if we're caught and lulled into this false sense of security. 
if we're caught sleeping, if we're caught in a slumber and, and, and not prepared for the battle that may come tomorrow. Listen, a military soldier goes through all kinds of training. I, I've never served in the military. I know lots of veterans. I know lots of guys who are currently serving. They go through tremendous amounts of very stressful, high-end training, depending on their role. They're never to let their guard down. They're to always be ready. Our law enforcement officers, can, the, the things they go through today, they can't ever let their guard down. They must always be at the ready. Their senses have got to be sharp. They can't be lulled into a false sense of security because it could cost them their life. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, you get lulled into a false sense of security in your spiritual walk with the Lord, it may cost you your life spiritually. Don't let that happen. Awaken your senses. Get yourself tuned back into God's standard and allow him to speak into your life the way he needs to. You want to see revival like we're seeing through social media and things all over the country on these college campuses? Begin to seek the Lord every day. Begin to cry out for him for more. Begin to be unsatisfied with where you are spiritually and go deeper. It will spark revival in your own soul. How cool would that be? God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your, your support. Thank you for supporting us financially. Again, all of our giving links are on our website. You can find them there. You can find them pinned right at the top of our Facebook page. Support us if you can. We would greatly appreciate that as we continue to pursue the things that God has us to do this year. Our duck call drive is still going on. A little behind on that. I'd love to get that caught up uh, and, and be able to make the order for those duck calls to get our fourth generation call uh, ready to be, be used and given away this fall. Uh, pray for us. Continue to pray. As, as God leads you into whatever realm he, he needs to lead you to, to pray over the ministries that you're involved with. There's a battle looming. There's a battle on, raging around us at all times. Be spiritually in tune with that. Amen. Don't get caught sleeping. And don't get caught lulled into a false sense of security. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.